Ang wita pinto tami Cree coffee with the crazy Crees. Sisigatio. They call it a, a post-doctor depression. So they uh, so be uh, weary of that because you guys are going a thousand miles an hour, uh, having multiple projects, uh, and then you finish your your studies and then and then you kind of you're standing at the finish line you go, and you're looking around you go okay now what right um so that's uh, yeah Magamina, I'm singing on um, a poga, yaga, ya, cantoim, cook a topic screen, go it's a chicusisa, you work an old soon gana, homin, and we can see cheese, we go, um, Nigama man, Anton Nagatuki, and you go, sing it to go nista, Nagatuki, um, Kaigontakaki, or to Natutitna, um, Witna, um, Kawapa se atuski oni ko taka kawata mana maga tuskata mi tochi ko ta wanskata kichwasum kichwasum Mioshin Katuskin, Mui, Mui, Kimiwapas, Ask, Asko is six, Asko, Tungwesk, Mamtanitin, New Eman Gawapasian, Tanyan Miotuska, Mauek, Waskao, Mauega, you know, Mauega, Gagipskatan, and Xise, Tunpegono, the Tuska, Negota, Mayoga, Twanska, Tegua, Gaki, Ego, Matsu, Nagaki, Ego, Gagito, Suskatega, and Gagito, Mitoe, Maugitoasum, Sapugaginto, Yoko, Kukum, Uxisam, I examine Gismapton, Itamigum, 
so I just started speaking Cree about maybe two years ago. When I moved home, I got Tanse anima moegi nenwe and tane genema. A gone in a negita niwigamagana coesne bagot and canenwe and a piseke papi chicken yaki a gitak. A gone gita ninwe pogen pogo elguse coesca nenwe and a So I'll try my best um, at times to speak Cree as much as possible. I, I um, started off my journey uh, with first with the NORPAC program. I took a year there and decided um, I didn't like traveling back and forth. And I wanted a space where my son can come with me. My son, I had my son when I was 16 years old. So when you think about many of our First Nations um, young men and women that have children early, uh, they don't feel that they can't succeed in higher education. So I decided at that point I was, um, I graduated when I was supposed to. I had a, uh, my son was a year and a half already. And I know that at that point is I needed to do something to, to um, support him. I didn't want to be, um, where I wasn't making ends meet, you know, because I've seen it, right? We see it all around us, you know, or with our with our families, um, you know, friends, you know, struggling to make ends meet because um, we don't have an education. So that was my first um, step was leaving the community. It was hard. Uh, so that's when I first met Charlotte. Charlotte was actually my academic supervisor at that time at the ITEP program. Well, first I went to, to um, uh, LaRange there for, for a year 
didn't like it. Then I went to um, Saskatoon to a bigger space and place. So it was, it was really scary for me. Um, I was grateful that I had one friend in university. She was a year ahead of me. And so went through that whole process, um, graduated in four years. And then I came home. I came home to Cumberland for 10 years. I worked at the band school where I'm currently working at. And I was a elementary teacher. I was a principal, vice principal, like almost all the uh, positions that you could have, high school teacher. I did so many different roles here and learned a lot here. I left in 2010, moved to Meadow, um, sorry, North Battleford, took a three-year contract as a Greek consultant. So, but the thing with that, I asked them, uh, we had a long conversation about that. Um, the director there, he said, um, you have all the skills. You just need to speak, start speaking the language. I did, I, I didn't speak in sentences. I spoke in words, you know, it was a single commands. And I remember that whole process, but what I ended up doing there is I started creating resources and those resources were support for myself and support for those that were starting to learn. And so when I did those resources, it really reaffirmed some of the things I didn't know. But again, um, I didn't know how. Um, so it was really a, a really... Um, I guess a profound journey at that point in time, like when I go back to my, my uh, K to 12 schooling in Cumberland, I didn't really learn who I was. We had little bits there. There was a cultural week every year, but we didn't, we didn't really know the foundation, foundational things. It was just like a one week long thing. We didn't, we didn't learn it uh, during the year. Um, there was no Cree up until I was in high school. Um, Native studies is when we started learning a little bit about who we were. But it wasn't until I uh, actually went into university that I really got to know things about our history and our loss of language. Um, I wouldn't really say loss, it was more of sleeping is what I would say, because we still have a lot of fluent language speakers in our community. So from there I went to, um, so I was in Saskatoon, graduated, went home for 10 years, went to North Balford for three, came home for a year, and then I went back to, um, I worked with Meadow Lake Tribal Council for six years as a Cree uh, language revitalization consultant. Again, there, I was just speaking very little Cree. I understand the language. I, I, when I listen to everybody speak, I, I know what you're saying, but it was, um, I just didn't have the confidence to speak I was, uh, I always felt like, okay, I'm an outsider here. Uh, very, just, just no confidence. Even the word dance was hard for me to say because it wasn't coming out naturally. So when I went to um, Saskatoon, my, my second teaching area is Cree, but I didn't practice, right? So, so like I, I did the classes I needed to take and just didn't practice. So when I started my master's program, and I wish I could have um, done the thesis route, I went course based and did the classes. It was kind of by myself. Um, and, you know, so when you're working, going to school in a big university, uh, you're alone. Um, I didn't see too many of my peers in my master's classes. I don't think I even seen anybody. And it was, uh, it was a very lonely, lonely feeling. 
I got through the program, got through all my classes, got my requirements, and did, I didn't even think of a PhD yet, right? It was more, okay, I got my master's, I finally finished it. Um, what do I do now? Am I gonna, what area am I gonna go in? So I was seeing a lot of things happening in Indigenous education at this point. Um, things with our curriculum, uh, what we used to teach our kids with or guide us. And it wasn't, it just didn't sit well with me that we were using a curriculum that wasn't about really who we were. So when I say that, I look at the curriculum itself, um, though it has, it's gotten better, it still has a long way to go. Because if you really look at it, um, the question is, do you see yourself in that curriculum? Because that curriculum is what we use in our schools. So that started that change, that process for me, okay, we need to do things that are related to our language and our culture in our schools, in our teaching program. So I started really reflecting on that, applied uh, for my PhD in uh, curriculum and instruction at the University of Regina. And it was really thinking about that, thinking, okay, what do I really wanna do? And so I started really uh, like researching our, of course, our, our Indigenous research methods coming from an Indigenous perspective. I knew it needed to come from there. So being in that program, it's almost in a sense that we have to defend who we are all the time. Um, I've, I've noticed that. Um, and it's, it, it gets to be a discouraging at times because you're constantly trying to prove that our Indigenous knowledges are just as valid as any other knowledge. And so the first year was extremely, um, for me, emotional because I really started, like I was reading about all our Indigenous um, people's theses, their work that they've done. And it just that, that pride of um, many of them that have paved, paved the way for us because they did all the hard legwork. And if, you, if I was thinking, okay, go, doing this and being feeling a little bit alone, um, at, at, on my PhD program, I can't even imagine what they went through because they were alone. Most of them were probably the only student at that time. I'm fortunate with um, the group that I'm, the classes that I've taken, that there's, I think, four other Indigenous women taking their PhD at this time. Uh, some that I knew from before and then others that I just met and just grew to just as if I knew them all like my whole life because we share that same background. So I'm, I'm currently in my second year. I am on my proposal right now. I'll be submitting that proposal here. It's, it's, um, it's gone a couple directions, right? You know, when you start off, okay, this is what I wanna do, but then you start learning and learning and learning and then seeing what others are doing and you wanna build upon, you know, some of the great work that they're doing and really enforce, you know, some of the things that we need to enforce. So, uh, I'm putting theory into practice in, um, so I, I work at um, Nistawasasak Memorial School and I'm the director of education here. And from the meetings that I had with our portfolio counselor and all of the other, you know, the other people that are invested in the uh, education program, they wanted uh, a foundation of language and culture. And that's a phenomenal place to be because now you can actually put all this practice that you've learned um, from colleagues, just like, Charlotte, uh, Bill, I've seen some of your work, uh, the, some of your um, things that you've done digitally. I've seen some of that. We've been, we use some of that. Uh, Kevin, we use a lot of your, um, the work that you do, especially in land-based ed. And I know I'll be calling on you to come and visit us again. 
I did, I, when I was working in health, I got him to come in to do some things for the health at that time. So it's, it's really looking at that and, and uh, that support system, that net, networking system, because when I look around the school and the supports that I've had in here, like um, hiring some of like people that I knew that I met along the way and really reinforcing a lot of things they're doing. So I'll just tell you a little bit about, about what, when I talk about theory into practice. So we look at our foundation as Nainuak um, or Nathawak or Nayuak, <laughs> but we look at that foundation, right? And who, what it is that, like, if you really think about what, it's a land, our water, um, our environment that really uh, changes, I guess it, it would change our how our education system is viewed. There are some things here that you wouldn't have in your territories and vice versa, right? So it really is our land that determines what the education needs to be in our environments. So at the start of the year, our planning, one day of planning was, um, well, a couple of days of planning was on our seasonal calendar. So we started looking, what do we do in our community? What are the, the different um, cultural practices, traditional practices, what do we do? So we sat down with a group, we sat down with the whole group and we created that calendar. Our, our teachers and our EAs were all present in there. Our support staff were there as well. I felt that everybody that is part of our education system needed a voice. And so that voice, it was a collective voice. Um, sometimes those, uh, our support staff have more knowledge and skill in, in um, our land-based program, right? And then some of the teachers do. So we were learning together and we're still learning together. Like currently right now we're doing trapping. And so to kind of culminate our trapping um, month, uh, we'll have a King and Queen Trapper event end of this month. And so every month has a theme. We sit down and plan around that theme. What are the words? What is the language in Cree that we wanna, we wanna um, promote? And then we start putting it together. All the materials are created within about two, three days. And then we push all those out for every teacher. So in the past, uh, many of the, so you have a Cree language teacher, some are just starting to have land-based teachers. There's so much pressure on them. And the pressure is that they're carrying the whole program, right? They're carrying their language program, their land-based program. And so when you have that big job for one person to do, it doesn't work. We know that. We've known that we've keep doing the same thing. Okay, here, we're going to hire a Cree language teacher. They might see your class two, two, maybe three, if you're lucky, times a week for half hour. That does not um, promote language, right? It does not support language. And so the expectation of all staff and EAs, like the whole staff, um, they have to learn with their kids. For those that don't speak the language, there's an expectation. What I did um, was on a reporting period, and I wish I had a report card I could have showed you in front of me, but we put uh, Cree language, our Swampy Cree language, and our um, land-based education for the two, first two subject areas. And it was, um, they realized, okay, now I need to do this. They said, okay, is that is that the land-based teacher and Cree language teacher's mark? I said, no, it's your mark. What are you doing in your classroom to support the language and culture of our community? And so it was, um, this this first reporting term was a little hard on them, but I said, I'm not, I'm not gonna push this part here. Like the beginning, we're just learning together. Um, it's different. You haven't had to do this before. You relied on somebody else to give a mark, but it is your, your um, responsibility to promote the language and culture of the community. 
So from there, um, a lot of them I had conversations in the last few days because we had our reporting and there that realization, okay, okay. I said, when they're, when your language teacher is in there, I said, uh, listen to him speak the language. Listen to him reinforce all those things. If you need extra help, speak with him. I said, or speak with other fluent language speakers to support you. I said, because we're all in this together. We're all trying to really push our language and culture of this community. And so now it goes back to why the, like the PhD, why did I want to do that? Why did I want to pursue a PhD? Because I think for me, it was to start that change. I always say that um, if more of us could succeed in higher education, and we have more and more, you see more and more of our First Nations people in those, in hi those higher positions, we can start making change. And when I look at the PhD that I'm doing, it's instruction. I, I focus mainly on instructional leadership, indigenous instructional leadership. What are we doing? What are we carrying as um, instructional leaders into our classrooms? What are those things that, um, so uh, I, how I explained this to them at the start of the year is I did PD with the, with the staff and I gave them a sheet. I said, you write down all of your beliefs and your values. What are things that you hold strong or near and dear to your heart? What are the, your belief systems? I want to know that. So we ended up, they wrote us, some of them wrote things like love, respect, you know, some of those um, foundational values that we all have, I'll share. And then some wrote other things like transparency and accountability and, you know, those, those, those types of terms. And so I got all of their sheets back, put them all together and showed them what we valued as, as a school. And then we use those value, that value system. Okay, so the first one, what do you think the first one was? One good guess. It was love, Sagitwin. Almost every single one of them had put love as a foundational value. And then the other ones were things like kindness, respect. And so I said, you carry those as a team. Those are what we believe in. So we put there like a, a foundational piece there. <coughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> I have a cold. <coughs> uh, anyway, so um, I said to them, whatever you carry here, if you're not carrying good things, it's going to come out in your teaching. It's going to come out in the way that you, you treat other staff. It's going to come out in um, how you would run a school. I said, if you're carrying those values, those, um, I use, um, I kept saying laws and I was told to use our word, our words for law, as opposed to our, what that Western word law, because it doesn't mean the same thing. Right. And so, um, for me, when I spoke to the elders, they use the word Onasawewin, So when we're talking about those, those laws, I, I actually interpret those through our through the PhD program because like Kevin was talking about epistemology and all these fancy words. And for um, just going back, I said I, I took course space. I encourage whoever is going on a PhD to do a thesis space because you're going to be in for a huge uh, rude awakening because you're going to have to learn those things very quickly and that's the, that's where I was because yeah we don't use those words in everyday language and so when I started the PhD those words were all there and I had to know them so I was up late every single night getting up early reading 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 
just to have an understanding. And so when I looked at those words, like the laws, like the Onasawewana that we all have, they connect to some of those in some context. And that's how it made me um, connect to those. Um, one of the elders that I worked with in, in, uh, in, at MLTC said, the highest level of education or, the, or, or your best level of education is when you can make connection to something. And so that connection, I always think about that. How do I connect, connect to it? Um, if I can't connect to it, then it's not, nothing that stays, right? If I can connect to it, then I could probably remember some of the things or, or really reflect on what it, how it made me feel. And so when we look at those, those uh, different pieces of a PhD program, it's very Western, right? It is very Western, but we have to make those connections to our worldviews. And that way, it, we, it, it's a little bit easier. Um, it's, been, it's been a long journey already. I think I often think about, okay, at times, uh, the frustration I feel, because like I said, we're always trying to validate our First Nations um, worldviews, why we believe what we believe, and we're constantly having to do that. And I don't understand that because I'm sure that most places don't have, you don't have to keep um, uh, explaining it a million times over, right? This is what, this is it. This is this because of this. This is, you know, that over and over and over and it gets really repetitive sometimes. And it's like, why do we have to keep doing that? Because some of the writing, I, I'm assuming that they know, but you, you can't, right? So you have to really um, write down everything about it over and over and over and over. But when it comes to like a Western, like, like so English itself, you don't have to really do that. Everybody knows what that word means, basically. But it's it's um, it's been a good journey, a really um, tiring one, but it's really made me learn about who I am and what I need to do as a Nainau person. I know for first and foremost, like I said here, it's to to really push our language and our culture, and really start speaking. Um, I can speak well sometimes, and other times it's I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's when I'm tired or things like that, it just does not come out as the way I want it to come out. But I know that it has to be spoken at home, which I've we've been doing. I'm so comfortable at home. I could just speak, 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 speak. But when it comes to a public spaces, is there something there? There's still a little piece there that I'm unsure about. But I know that I've come a long way. I value the language and the culture and um, really asking people to come help us to get us going. Um, but I think to... Um, we know that there's a lot of, um, just a lot of skill in our own communities. I always say we don't need any more saviors, but we need support from one another as in, you know, Indigenous people. And so I really look to our Indigenous people for support all the time. Like um, one of the things that I used to get annoyed with um, was the amount of money we pay for um, Western education, uh, Western speakers. And when it comes to our own First Nations people, we don't value them as much. And I couldn't understand that. I'm, I just still to this day, it happens, right? And I don't understand why uh, we're not put at the same level as others. And I say that because um, I've seen it. I've seen it um, in many contexts. So I'm always, always um, advocating for Indigenous people. I'm like, nope, you pay them what they're worth. Nope. I don't care if they cost, you know, if they're, if they're thinking, if you think their thing costs a lot, I said, because we're, we so easily pay thousands and thousands more for others. So, but yeah, the PhD journey, I encourage uh, more people to do it. 
we need it. We need more of our Indigenous people to, you know, come together as a collective and to start making that meaningful change that all our schools need, um, even within the um, academic world. You know, we, we need to put our place in that world because uh, our people were here first, right? Their knowledges and their foundational beliefs, their language, their culture, everything needs to be celebrated and to be put on that same uh, stage where um, Western uh, education has been put. Tinige. So, Squats, Tinige Celia, Mutane, Kimamitsi Hin, so Squats, Idigoki, it's an awain, no, Ikagoigi, Atoskata Manuma, to be Squana now. Igomina. Mudai mudai pagitsin, mudai moi moi gatski pagitsan, and so I'm really grateful that you were able to take some time. Asoni at asoni ya kusin, ipi big screen ota notes. Kakidao kita kita tamskat na wao, ipi ipi tuhti ko notes, ipi pasugon pasugon na mark. Big square, big square win. Nehidawe win, nehiawe win, nehinawe win. Ipi pasuguna mark. The thumbs got now. Kinuti big square nuts though. Kevin, you go to Bill. I had to be square. I am Nitona. Kagi big square to make Tantima. It's Namasui. Where are you guys going to school? Where are you taking your doctorates? That would be really interesting for others uh, to know that there's options. That we're actually all spread out. And um, as you'll see with the other, uh, the next group, and that the, the different processes that are out there um, in terms of uh, the writing, research. And I think. Um, we went to Eoteora, uh, the, the place of a long cloud or the island of a long cloud. And uh, it was New Zealand. And they had a they had this one, and I I think it was like a thousand uh, PhDs in a certain year. And they always give, they always have goals, just like 2000. The year 2000, they wanted 2,000 homes to be speaking Maori. So, like those type of goals to be set. So, when you're kind of uh, using uh, Bill's analogy, yes, some of us will go like this from Sispuita, but we're going in one direction. So, I, um, so I, I went to. Um, of course, you, you know there's choices, and then we uh, um, so as good fishermen, fisherwomen as we are, I, uh, we set our hooks, our nets out all over the place, and then when we get a bite, we'll go check it out. Mm, you know, maybe this is not a good fit. You throw that fish back in, and then you'll ah, oh, this is the one. This one's gonna taste good. This one's gonna be the one that's gonna feed us. So that this is the search that we do, and, and then a lot of analogies that we use is a ski a ski muhtiunuma matiun pimnawasun machistamasun wanigistamasun. So you're you're sort of like doing the work. You have to do the work 
there's no way around it you know um and i and Celia, of, of using that, uh, you know, that analogy where she's doing land-based programming and she's, uh, and I'm following her posts. I'm following everybody's posts, by the way. And I just love seeing the guys that were taking that training and they're taking the lead and, and skinning these beaver. And then all these kids are there, students are there, they're engaged, right? And um, so again, well, with that, formula and i mentioned this in a in a panel like this we we're sitting with uh there was three of us there but it, it, what it was was indigenous researchers uh researching indigenous um communities topics anything indigenous to benefit indigenous populations right so that formula, when we're putting it together, this is praxis right now. What you guys are seeing me, Watsoma, this is that million-dollar word when um, Graham, uh, Dr. Graham Smith came to, uh, and it was at the ITEP, and it was this Mari guy that was coming there. He's going to talk about Indigenous uh, research methodologies, and his, his wife wrote this wonderful book, uh, decolonizing indigenous research methodologies, you know, Linda Smith, wow, Napima, and he's a doctor too. And he's like, so I was like, oh man, I, I was front and center right in the middle. Um, because uh, there was very small, limited number of indigenous people, let alone indigenous men that were assistant profs or in this place of higher learning, right? And then so again, um, there was a few more women that paved the way, you know, again, they're, they're always paving the way for us. Stop. We, and then we get to kind of uh, navigate our way in this, in, in this realm. So anyway, he goes, yeah, praxis, the praxis, it's putting theory in the practice. This is what praxis is. This is what we're doing in, in New Zealand. This is what I see can happen here. And then Suscott, and I thought, wow, that was the, there was only this big of a word, and it stuck um, as an undergraduate student, and it stuck with me in my graduate, um, you know, my graduate work, and then of course uh, into my doctoral studies. But Ivama Maya to count on each other, to reach out on each with, with each other, um, to help each other, um, to build each other's research, um, because who knows how many are going to be following us. All right, we, we need more, we need more people. And then, like Celia said, these, these people are very admired and they're very, you know, I've seen that too. And then, yet, our elders have said that type of knowledge for like since time immemorial. That's good. Huh? And then, uh, it, it, it's just that they wrote it. Uh, and so now we're we're starting to realize okay um but then we also have that ability to to cross-reference their stuff too right um now here's the last thing just because uh, i want i know we're gonna like just i want to give more time to you guys but i uh you know it was a cool little thing here i was searching up some some stats and it had to do with a language uh, speaker, Suma. 
And especially during COVID, because COVID, like, we got shut down at reserve. Boy, it was just shut down. Reserves were just, like, on lockdown. So anyways, I, um, that's when statistics or the census people were, were, were out and about, right? And they even have a little asterisk in their in their website. That's good. Mm, take this with a grain of salt because, like, we, we got shut down at the reserve borders. We understand. So the speakers really kind of dropped a little bit, but they say they dropped it because we got stopped at the borders, right? So anyway, I uh, as I was looking through these statistics, I, uh, there was uh, the alpha generation um, that was really good. They, we, it, although it was uh, probably even quadruple um, the number that they have, but there was 11,000 uh, people in 2016 that mentioned that they were speakers um, in, in, in that age range. But this year, uh, in 2021, there was 28,750 about there in Anto. So it tripled um, the number of speakers that we have to work for. So again, when we're, when we're doing this type of work, um, we're trying to uh, uh, motivate that research that's going to benefit us, right? We know the issues of our homes. We all come from First Nations. There's a lot of dysfunction in there. There's a lot of uh, nepotism. There's a lot of lateral violence. There needs to be governance structures. There needs to be tapuun. There needs to be sagituun. There needs to be uh, transparency and accountability. So this is where we come in to start saying, hey, remember, this? there's a word we have for this. If you do wrong, pastahu unamigwamma. If you do this wrong, you know, uh, so those words, they mean uh, accountability. We have been accountable. And in our teaching stories, they, when, when we did wrong, guess who paid for it? right everything around him and himself right so those old teaching stories they're legendary because they cross timelines they cross those uh, those generations there's things in there that are still used to this day to get us sort of organized again right so climate change is one thing right now that's uh, that's everybody's doesn't matter what color your skin's going to be with this one maga when I when I went to the elders, um, right? The, the the research, our research methods. Remember, we have research methods. We have words. Kistano, natsinigion, kisk samagion, inatatask swatoyek, meaning you actually go there with physically with a pipe, you know, for knowledge or or to bring that person in. So there's we have these different words in our indigenous ways. Right, so um, I just want to uh, commend you guys. you know, finish hard. There's uh, lots of us that you can count on, and then we'll we'll come to your aid, right? Uh, as Indigenous uh, people that have Korna are just a little ahead of you, you know, we're just just a little ahead of you, maybe a year ahead of you. That's it, right? So, but in that little little time. Um, as a whole, as a pack, as a unit, right? And, and it seems to me all of 
like there's so good hearts so so many good hearts there that are done so again agami mutan natamatan gu uta ya awastak kusimnok japanok mitskominan kanugusti gunang mampinimatan ka so uksa Diniga Kevin. I square Niki go give the bill, you know, the you know, the big sconnets though. Yeah, yeah, big sconnets. Ask him on, ask him on, Kevin. Is the Celia a big squeal? Yeah, I made the movies to Charlotte with Austin. Me too, no, I go to take. I go in my house to Spadek. Matt's, you know, the Nothing is impossible. Everything is doable. Nothing is easy. Everything involves work. That's the skin. You know, someone is to give you an animal. They try to find easy ways. で、とったまま、まずはもう、まあ、いいわ、いいわ。もう、とるまでだと、スキン、やな。あ、そこまでな、テイクマナ、ワンデーアタイムアスト、ワンアワーアタイム、ワンミニットアタイム、ユノ、
that's where my that's where that's where I come from. Is the Itamago Adam. If you ever want change, the hardest ch change, the hardest journey, the hardest thing to do for change, or the hardest journey for change is that journey from your mind to your heart. Our minds are but if we start making choices with those, you know, the whole life, it's a different choice. Um, but if you choose from I'll do it from there. Don't do it. Um, you know, there's so much, there's so many things, uh, so many things to, um, <clears throat> to whatever you do, you know, it's not just, that me know that neither in, you know, mother, you don't have to be a teacher. You don't have to go in front of a classroom to teach degrees, like write books, um, share, you know, uh, make something, uh, do something, um, Invest in a 360 camera and go film yourself talking or whatever, and then share that. <laughs> Please say, you know, there's just so much. There's so much. There's so much work to be done. The big screen, Anna. I think uh, you know, you don't. You don't have to be a teacher. Is what I'm saying. You can do something else. Just stay at the screen. You can be a technician. You know, help people learn how to use technology, language. Um, uh, I don't know. I'm just drifting off to nowhere now. <laughs> West, uh, uh, I kind of tend to do that. I go off somewhere. <laughs> and my mind goes somewhere else. <laughs> I'm back here. <laughs> just a couple more. I got a couple of PowerPoint. I got point. <laughs> um, I don't I don't even know what the heck I wrote over here. One time, it's too tashing my school. One was just policies. Policies, I think the one thing that I really liked about without I Tagamagistic, you know, Ramaski, you know, New Zealand, we start Hawaii, Tagamagistic, you know, we can do that. We can do that stuff. I know. I know. I know. I I'm you know, the Peter says, Yeah, Pata, oh, it's not. There's six canamagi, you can need the no, you know, there's a. I go need the Peter says, Yeah, Pata, man, it's that there's six canamagi, I can need the With a different world view, man, I'm a six canamagi. I go, Munia, we still different world view, yeah, there's six canamagi. The Miskut and the Magor work together, you know, that's what I'd like to change in Tana and Agitia. 
There's more to this story, but I'm just trying to cut to the point. You can't change their minds. Who you want to go is the young ones. Work with the young ones. They're up and coming. They stop. You know, our leaderships, you know. Language this, language that is so important, it's so this and that, but they don't do nothing, you know. They're stuck. They will you will not change their mind. They've already decided what they're gonna do. Who's this guy coming in? One thing I hate change it from there, you know. ガイスタナナピオ。ね、マチタトスキマオスカヤガネスタ。オフィアオイスギブマオポチュニティウェネバー。ウェネバーサムシンカムズアプスアネスタマナナシピタマオアネスタ。ヘイ、タンザ。マ
just because we live in a place where we have rules, um, if we were just, if there was a way to say that you have to do this, I think people would take it a lot more serious. Uh, language learning and um, survival, because a lot of our people don't know. You know, I remember a person, I was at a conference, a person was talking about California languages there. And the common answer, the, com the question was, how come you're not learning your language? And the common answer was, I'm going to wait till later, you know, to learn it. But what if later doesn't come? We, I, I think I'm the last generation of speakers in my reserve. You know, my the younger ones don't speak. So there's lots of work to be done. So within my work currently, I'm going to work with fluent speakers because it's so urgent. Like I worked at a place where they had 40 speakers down to like 10. You know, like it's so urgent. It's so urgent. We just need to do something. I uh, worked with Nell Dermina Tatushki Mauti Larange. You know, uh, where we switched the roles. I looked at him. What's your title? I'm a, I'm a Cree assistant. I was like, what does that mean? Well, you tell me whatever I need to do and I'll do it. <laughs> if you want fish, I'll go get fish. You want to do this? I'll go do that. I'm like, well, you know, I wasn't brought up that way in Tana to tell elders what to do. How about we switch it up this year in Tana? You be the teacher and I'll do the writing and academic stuff. Yeah, I'm not certified to do that. It's like, well, that's not what I mean. Like, let's just say, like, what do you want to do today? Fishing? Okay, let's go fishing. What I'll do is I'll bring them back to the classroom. We'll say, you know, you know, it's, we can figure this out. So um, that's what we did that whole year. And I had a gig with Imaginative just last month. Um, I had the opportunity to be in front of a microphone in front of people. So I think you guys as well have these opportunities. I wasn't supposed to say anything, but... If I'm given a microphone and I got kids to talk to people, I'm gonna say something. <laughs> you know, I'm not I'm not that shy anymore for that sort of stuff. Uh, but one thing I shared with everybody is, you know, <clears throat> my mom is fluent. She will never go to school to get a degree to pass on the language. So why are we waiting to be certified to pass on the language? Why do we have to? We don't need to. You know, we have, we, myself, as an assistant professor, Kevin, Celia, you have a position, uh, Charlotte, you have positions where you can bring these people in, you know, they're fluent. Just because they're not certified doesn't mean they can't pass on language. Find a way to employ that guy, like, uh, you know, get them to share the language. Because when I taught Cree, I wasn't even certified under education Saskatchewan uh, uh, through the, I wasn't a certified teacher because I didn't take an education degree. I just had a linguistic degree. So what we ended up doing is I always had a teacher in the classroom for every class that I taught, you know, for legal reasons and certified reasons. Why can't we do that with fluent speakers? You know, why can't there be money aside to pay these people that have the gift of language and culture 
and bring them. You know, there's loopholes somewhere. There's there's ways to do it. There's got to be a way to do it within your organization. If there isn't, then create a way to do it. Um, next thing you know, the next year, what if they go? You know, we just lost years and years of knowledge. We just lost it when you had the opportunity to do something. That's that's my message to professionals that have that opportunity that are able to make some relationships, uh, invite people, bring them in, you know, because we don't know everything. Just mm -hmm. because we have letters behind our names at some day, you know, we're still learners. Mm -hmm. Anyways, it's a <laughs> so squads. Didn't you get so squads, Bill? It was to me Kevin, it was to me Celia. But to be to Skawiago, that be to be to be at Mustawig, no Tansuma, Kaisimam to Niditami, Kaisi Waskawig, Kaisimasanaigi, Kaisi Atuski, Kakwaigi, Kispi, to Skawiag, Ota, Kanotinihidawiak, and Otinihioyak, and Otinihinawiak, the Papasaguna Maguma Pig Squiven. With Charlotte Ross, Andrea Custer. Egusipitama, Mizogisigan Sikh, 